Allie Bonner, and welcome to QueenCast, the show where we interview badass queens about body image, business, and beyond. Hi, friends. Welcome back to QueenCast. All right, today I'm going to talk all about carbs. Um, I know carbs are something that are quite controversial in not only the wellness community, but also I just feel like the world, honestly. I feel like, you know, from Atkins way back to now keto, there's this fear and just lots of anxiety around carbs. Um, Do carbs make me fat? You know, are carbs bad for my blood sugar? There's so much out there about carbs. And I get it. I have been there. I was so terrified of carbs for so many years. Um, it just caused me a lot of mental and physical issues, you know, just restricting myself from a huge macronutrient um, for that many years. So I am more than happy on this podcast to share, you know, my experience with that, as well as, you know, how I healed my relationship to carbs and what, you know, my eating style looks like today and how I incorporate them in a way that really allows my body to thrive. And I feel, you know, satiated physically, but also, you know, in my soul as well. And I am not a nutritionist, I'm not a dietitian, um, not even a medical professional in any way. So I don't really want to use this, you know, episode as an opportunity to talk about the health benefits of having carbs or not having carbs, um, because that's not my area of expertise, but rather I'll be sharing, you know, again, just how I healed my relationship to the anxiety around carbs and kind of why I think it exists for so many of us. So if you're more interested in the, you know, nutritional side of carbs and what it does in the body, um, there are plenty of resources out there. Dr. Google is A plus, would highly recommend. All right, so let's start with, you know, my relationship with carbs, why it became so turbulent and disordered and just stressful um, for so many years. So it really started for me when the sort of, it was even before the paleo keto movement. Um, I think it really went back to when I was in high school and, you know, trying to desperately find different ways to, um, to lose weight and obviously turning to really terrible sources i.e. Thinspo accounts on Tumblr and <laughs> the like. Um, and so I found a lot of information about how carbs ho- make you hold on to water weight, um, which is true, right? Carbohydrate. I mean, there's hydrate in the word. Um, and that is why when people follow a low-carb diet, they see, you know, like keto or something, they see results really quickly because when you're not consuming carbs, your body does hold on to a little bit less water overall. And so you, you know, step on the scale and you're like, wow, holy crap, I'm down a couple pounds in like two days. This is awesome. Right. But it's not real weight. (laughs) It's water weight. Um, but I didn't really know the difference, you know, back then I was just like, the lower the number, the better. Right. Um, and so I started to really cut my carbs. I remember in high school and I was so active, right? I was doing, you know, all the things in high school as many of us were. I, looking back, by the way, how did we do that? Like I had class at like 7 a.m. And then after school, you know, from three to five, I would go to practice and then I would come home, do homework and like do it all over again the next day. Meanwhile, I get to college. I have one class, you know, one 11 a.m. class on a Friday and I can't even make it there because I'm hungover. <laughs> so high school alley was like, whew, girls got it on lock. Um, anyways, 
I'm in high school, I really am trying to cut my carbs, and I'm noticing with all the activity that I'm doing that I'm feeling really faint. I'm feeling really lightheaded and really shaky and super, super low energy. And, you know, for anyone who thrives off of keto, I think there is really some benefit to eating low carb, high fat. I think you definitely can get fat adapted. Um, and I've tried it for a bit and, you know, enjoyed it. I don't think for me it's personally sustainable, but I did feel a lot of energy when I was eating low carb, high fat. Um, but when I was in high school and I was just cutting carbs, I was like, you know, low carb, low fat. Right. And so it was like, I just wasn't eating enough calories and I was growing and it was just a hot, it was a shit show, dumpster fire. But something interesting about that was, you know, when I was cutting out my carbs, I was losing weight, right? Because I was eating in a calorie deficit. And so when I had these days where I was like, oh my God, I have no energy, you know, and I just reached for like half an apple or something, you know, some fruit. And I felt my energy skyrocket. But I had been restricting carbs for so long that I ended up binging on carbs that day. So maybe it started with something healthy like fruit and then it went to, you know, potato chips and cookies and crackers and whatever I can get my hands on that's carby and starchy that I've been restricting. And so now I have this association where carbs are bad, you know, I can't control myself around carbs. Carbs make me gain weight, right? When it wasn't the carbs in the first place, (laughs) it was me restricting the carbs for a long time. And then my body, you know, screaming out for nutrients and calories and a macronutrient that I had been depriving it of for so long. And I, and suddenly I feel like I can't control myself around carbs. So this goes on, you know, high school, college, I'm still kind of avoiding the carb thing. Um, And then we get to post-college. So, you know, all through college, I felt like I wasn't super strict on the whole restricting of the carbs. Like I was conscious, but I was more so overall just sort of like portion controlling, if that makes sense. So I would still have fruit. I would still have, you know, brown rice or whatever I thought was like very healthy at the time. (laughs) Um, Everyone knows that white rice tastes so much better than brown rice. Just a side note. It's like, if you want the right rice, just eat the white rice. Um, I digress. And so then I, you know, graduate college and suddenly I'm thrown into this Instagram world that I'm in now, right? And paleo is on the rise and keto is on the rise and biohacking and all of these like SF, I'm living in San Francisco, all these SF tech bros are like intermittent fasting (laughs) and all this shit. And I'm seeing this online and I start really diving into the whole world of low carb, high fat and implementing that into my day to day and seeing, you know, how I felt. And I, I think, you know, in the beginning, I would say there was definitely an undercurrent of, you know, wanting weight loss, right? That's always sort of part of my journey has always been there, but I think part of it was actually good intentioned and it was sort of just, you know, me treating my body as a science experiment. You know, I guess it is sort of the biohacking biohacking mentality, but really feeling like, hmm, you know, all these people are feeling like their brain, you know, all the marketing you hear around keto or whatever. It's like my brain was on fire and I was able to concentrate and focus. And I was like, who doesn't want that? (laughs) I want that. So I tried it and it really, it just didn't work for my body. You know, for some people, maybe some of you listening, it does, but for me, I was dragging. I really was. I I remember it would be like, you know, the mornings were okay. I felt like I was kind of, you know, (laughs) focused and then 2 PM would hit 3 PM. And oh my God, it felt like I got felt like I took an Ambien or something in the middle of the day. I was like, excuse me, coworker, did you slip me an Ambien? Because 
something is not right here. And so I started doing more research and diving deeper into, you know, the interwebs of low carb, high fat and finding that a lot of people were saying, oh, it's just the keto flu, right? Oh, it's just something that you have to push through. You have to eat more fat. You know, you have to keto harder, restrict your carbs harder. And I was like, okay, I mean, I mean, this is what these people are saying online. You know, they seem to be thriving. So I'm going to try this body. You don't know best. These random, you know, Karens on the internet, they know so much more than you about you. So you just pipe down for a little and let me just keto harder. And my body's like, bitch, I keep telling you time after time not to do this to me. And what do you do? You listen to random Karens on the internet. I'm telling you what I want. It's carbs. You're not giving me carbs. Like, what's going on? And so my body is pissed. And I'm ignoring my body being pissed. And so there's a storm of brewing <laughs> in the undercarriage <laughs> of this vessel that I am occupying. And I just remember walking home from work, you know, day after day. And I'm working a tech job, right? Like, I'm not even working manual labor. I'm literally staring at a screen, which I will, you know, it, it is draining in a sense, but not physically. I shouldn't be exhausted. But like the end of the my work day, I'm walking home and I'm like, God, I just, I'm dragging ass like up this hill. And it never occurred to me, not even once, that maybe my body was right. Maybe, just maybe, <laughs> the body that loves me so much unconditionally was actually right and wanted the best for me and wasn't trying to sabotage my keto lifestyle. Maybe it just needed carbs to run optimally. I don't know, just a thought. And so I think most normal people at this point, and by normal, sorry, I hate that word normal, most people that don't have a history of disordered eating, not like a non-emotional relationship with food, would feel this way, you know, beep, boop, beep, have a little like, you know, brain blast and go, hmm, I'm going to try to add some carbs back into my diet. <laughs> Seems like the logical thing to do, right? But for me at the time, just being so disordered, no, you know, knowing deep down in my bones, like really truly believing that carbs equaled weight gain, I, it just wasn't an option. It truly was not an option. It was like, you know, I would rather feel like shit day in and day out and be low carb than add those, you know, soul sucking poisonous things back into my body they're not that's just what i thought at the time and so thankfully and serendipitously at this time i also had reached out to molly who i've had on the podcast if you haven't listened please listen she's incredible changed my relationship with food and i reached out to molly and i was like molly i really need your help i am terrified of carbs <laughs> and the first time i said it out loud it felt that's the the crazy thing about disordered eating is it feels so heavy and so significant in your body right you're like oh my god i am so stressed about carbs and then you say it out loud to someone and you're like i'm scared of carbs and then you're like it's a piece of bread it's inanimate like it's actually really soft and welcoming looking like it's not scary you know and it felt really good to share it with someone. It felt really good to say it out loud and see it for what it was and realize, you know, wow, this is not something to be afraid of at all. Actually, carbs are really fucking delicious and I've missed them for a long time and I kind of have a sad existence without them. I'm not going to lie to you. This wasn't like this epiphany that I had while talking to Molly and suddenly I was, you know, swimming <laughs> in the noodles, right? Like this took some time and now I'm going to kind of transition into how I healed my relationship with, you know, 
bringing carbs back into my life again, um, I had a ton of anxiety around it. Really, it took, I would say, years. And I don't want to scare you with that timeline, um, you know, but up until very recently, I was still a little just iffy about the whole carb thing. You know, I was like, oh, I eat carbs. And then I would look at my diet and it's like only sweet potatoes, only fruit, no grains. You know, it was like, um, I was very discriminatory towards carbs. So it was only the healthy carbs, only the whole food plant-based carbs that I would eat. Right. So, you know, don't, if you're in this process right now and you're feeling like I'm trying to add carbs back in my diet, you know, I'm trying to have this food freedom, you know, intuitive eating, all foods fit, those things that you see on social media and that I promote really heavily and you feel like you're not doing it right or you feel like you're not there yet, you know, don't add that extra layer of beating yourself up about it. It's just, it ain't helping anyone. Um, And just know that, you know, for me too, like it took me a long time. And I think for these deep ingrained beliefs that, you know, we've just come to accept as facts for so, so long, it's really hard to flip that script and say, oh, carbs are good now. They're healthy. They make you happy. Eat them as much, you know, eat as many as you want. You'll be fine right? Like it's not that easy. I wish it was. But for me, it was really like slowly reprogramming my brain and slowly reprogramming those neural pathways for so long that I had just been firing, firing. Um, and finally getting to the place I am now where, you know, I truly feel comfortable around eating carbs and I don't binge on them because I know I can have them tomorrow. You know, I know I can have them at the next meal. (laughs) All right. So now how let's get to how I started to heal, you know, this carb thing. Um, so working with a professional, very, very helpful. I, you know, I, I reiterate that over and over again, just because it is something that I, I truly believe is so beneficial. Um, you know, I've interviewed people on my podcast, like Tiffany Ema, who, you know, healed her relationship with food by herself, but even she was saying like, yo, this is not what I would recommend. Like it, you can do it, but it'll take, a tenth amount of time, you know, if you actually work with someone, um, and you'll just be able to dig that much deeper, you know, and cause yourself a lot of, you know, unneeded stress and anxiety. So I would highly recommend working with a professional. Um, and then on the personal side of things, slowly adding in these carbs to your diet. So low and slow, baby, you know, take your time. Um, because what I did at the beginning was, you know, would not recommend this method (laughs) where I was like, okay, you know, carbs are good. So, and I was kind of like fake it till you make it vibes. I was like, all right, I'm going to just eat all carbs all day for every meal. And like, I felt like shit, right? Because, you know, my body was used to super little amount of carbs, tons of fat. And all of a sudden I'm like, no fat, high carb, you know, up the wazoo. And my body's like, whoa, bitch, like, what's going on here, you know, shit show. And so I felt exhausted and, you know, sluggish and nauseous. And it was almost like a, you know, an overdose of carbs all at once. So I would highly recommend, you know, really adding it in methodically. And that's also going to probably benefit too from not feeling like you're binging on carbs, because I think for a lot of us, you know, we've restricted them for so long. And so we get one little taste of the good life, right? One little taste of pasta, you know, bread. And it's like the whole thing's gone because you are still operating out of this, you know, scarcity mindset where you're like, well, I'm not going to get the carbs tomorrow. So I might as well eat it all right now. 
but you know, being gentle with yourself and remembering that you can have them tomorrow. You can have them at the next meal. You don't have to eat them all in one sitting because, you know, overeating doesn't feel good either, right? We've all been there. Um, so I would say really go low and slow. I don't know what low is, but just go slow. Um, so for me, that looked like adding in, you know, a little bit of carb to one meal of the day. And then, you know, the next week it was adding in to two meals and then three. And then, you know, you can also use this as a, as a time to figure out how much carb in my diet makes me feel good because for everyone, it's going to be different. You know, some people, I see tons of, you know, people out there that eat high carb, low fat and they thrive off of it. Um, for me personally, I feel good with just like a moderate amount of carbs. So a really balanced, you know, protein, carbs, healthy fats, um, makes me feel good. makes me feel satisfied mentally. It makes me feel full. Um, I'm not thinking about food all the time. I felt like when I was low carb, I was thinking about food nonstop. Like I just never felt mentally satisfied. Um, and that kind of brings me into my next point of, you know, sure. I, I just reading through all these kind of keto, you know, groups and whatever on the, on the internet, they say, you know, physiologically, you don't need carbs to survive, right? You need proteins and you need fats and we really don't need carbs. My argument there is like, we also don't need sex to survive, but you know, you're not seeing me being celibate over here. So that argument is invalid. (laughs) Um, You don't need chocolate to survive. I love chocolate. It makes my life so much better, you know? And so sure. Okay. Maybe you don't need carbs to survive, but how much happier and how much more satisfied mentally are you when you include them in your diet? And for you, maybe you couldn't give two shits, but you know, I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you you might, you probably do give a shit. (laughs) Um, you probably are having some issues with, with, you know, your method of eating or how you approach food. Right? So my point really is that, you know, of course there's this element of nutrition that's on the plate nutrition, right? What you eat on your plate, what you put into your body, how you feel physically, that's really important. But there's also this mental side and just, you know, what you eat and how that fulfills your soul. When you go out to a restaurant and you're surrounded by friends and family and you're all eating big plates of pasta and red wine and dessert, you know, objectively, not a very healthy meal, right? Probably not, not a vegetable lots of refined carbs, lots of alcohol. And then at the end of the night, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so satisfied. I connected with my friends, my loved ones. We made memories together. You know, I just feel my soul is just full and I feel like I'm just warm and fuzzy inside. You know, we've all had those dinners. And so that to me is super healthy. Like I think that's healthier than eating a kale salad alone in your room, you know, being antisocial (laughs) for me personally. Someone might thrive doing that, but I just think the nutrition thing is, it's so nuanced and it's so multifaceted and, you know, multidimensional. And I think that's what makes it so beautiful and so exciting, right? But it does make it hard because for people who want to see just a black and white thing, they're like, carbs are bad. And it's like, in what context, right? Like, you know, binging on a whole sheet of cookies in your kitchen alone on a Tuesday night, yeah, maybe maybe that's not great for you, but, you know, enjoying a cookie with a friend while you catch up on each other's lives and connect and, you know, make memories together, it sounds like a really beautiful thing to me. 
So wrapping this whole baby up, tying a bow on it, I would say my parting advice is really, with everything, listen to your damn body. It really knows best. You know, act like a scientist. Play around with the level of carbs in your diet. But don't do it from a place of wanting to lose weight. Don't do it from a place of restricting yourself. Really just notice how you feel good. You know, notice how carbs make you feel. Um, A classic example is, you know, for me, I love having carbs kind of like backloaded at the end of my day. So I've actually found through trial and error that, you know, when I eat carbs in the morning, like oatmeal or, you know, fruit or toast or whatever, I actually find myself feeling really sleepy um, and kind of like weighed down. Um, But when I have them at the end of the day, it actually really helps me fall asleep because it does kind of, you know, give me that, that kind of heavy fullness feeling that just, it just helps me have the best night's sleep. Um, So for me, that's what works. But, you know, my co-founder Ari, for example, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, you know, he really thrives off of oatmeal in the morning. And him and I were laughing about it because, you know, I love like eggs and avocado and kind of just like protein and healthy fat in the morning. It just keeps me feeling really energized and, you know, nourished and not weighed down. But for him, he said it's like way too heavy and it actually makes him feel tired and feel sluggish and so oatmeal for him just sort of like that quick carb energy helps him just cruise through the morning so you know everyone is so different and i think that's really beautiful and it's a really cool part of the human experience so you know really tuning in and not looking at what other people are doing on instagram and not looking at what's on your you know friend's plate or your boyfriend's plate or anyone else in your life just really looking inside and you know figuring out What works for me? What works for my body? And honoring that and being excited about that. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. Hopefully this was helpful. It was totally off the cuff. I just kind (laughs) of rambled my thoughts around carbs. But um, if you guys have any questions or, you know, feedback, I'm always all ears. Um, Feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at avoqueen. And you can shoot me an email if that's easier, ally at queen.co. And if you're enjoying the podcast and you feel like leaving a review, that would be so appreciated. Um, It really helps other people find it and just, you know, spread the word of body love, food freedom, all the good feels. So I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Have a beautiful week.